Welcome to the Forgettables, a podcast about podcasting. We chronicled the journey of two podcasters and Rafi Hosani and uh, how we go through different uh, hurdles, um, different sorts of challenges, and many times, you know, the enjoyment of podcasting. And in Rafi's case, you know, his complaints about podcasting. So tonight we're going to be talking about, you know, just a crazy idea I had. I was doing some cleaning up at my office and the room that I use as my office, which, you know, I've gone back and forth between a bunch of rooms and uh, what I've been using for the past two or three years as my office, I was cleaning it out. And I'm like, what if I turn this into a studio? And it's not it's not like. I want to do like daily recording during the daytime there. But using it, you know, at nights or weekends or when some guests come over. And, you know, you know, some guests come over and I want to record with them or something like that. Having a studio like that, I know it's going to cost a little bit of money, like, you know, as far as getting equipment and stuff like that. But as of right now, just setting it up as something basic, cleaning it up, you know, painting the walls a little bit different, making it a little look a little bit more professional, make it look like, you know, some sort of a studio sort of, you know, set or room or something like that. And I was getting some ideas from. Uh, both of these guys, Ruffy obviously wasn't taking it seriously. He was trying by turning it into a, a changing room or a bathroom or a kitchen or something like that. And Ahmed gave his two cents. But, you know, in general, let me ask you guys a question. What would you think of having like, you know, I know Ahmed has his basement and Ruffy records in the bathroom. But in general, what do you think of having like some sort of a small studio but, you know, what are the pros? What are the cons, in your opinion? I'd let Ahmed go first. The pros and cons of recording in, like, a studio? Like, making your own small studio. Like, you have something like that, but if it was a little bit more spruced up and looked a little bit more like a recording studio, how would you feel about that? Would that so, make you feel more positive about it? Yeah, I, I think the... Or I don't necessarily want to go into all the pros and cons because... Uh, that might get long, but what I will do is I'll share what I think the main value proposition is of doing that for a podcaster, right? Now, the value that having a space like that is going to be different depending on the purpose that you use it for, right? So like if I am a uh, someone that is trying to you know, rent out the space, like the value is different. And someone just using it as a personal podcast, personal hobby type thing, the value is different. So I'm going to speak through that lens. Now, keeping that in mind, the main, the biggest benefit of having a dedicated space is the same benefit you have when you have a dedicated space anywhere else, which is like when you have a dedicated space for your office, mentally, you know, hey, when I get in here, it's time to work, right? Like if you just have your office set up in your bedroom, it's like, oh, okay, like I kind of want to work right now, but you know, the bed's right there. Like, I'll just take a quick nap here. It's like, you're, you're separating out these segments of your day and your time. And you're giving yourself a mental signal like, okay, hey, now it's time to do this. I'm here. This is what it's set up for. And the other, the other piece is this, that building habits oftentimes is more about making the desired habit easy to do, like removing the friction between those things uh, than it is about trying to avoid something or set something up, right? So look, here's what I mean by that. If I want to start reading, and this is something that uh, 
I did in like my last place that I was at, uh, I wanted to read more. Right. And I was like, dude, like I have all these books. I don't necessarily get time to read all this stuff. What I did is I, I moved the bookshelf to my room and it was right next to my bed. And like every day before I went to bed, I just saw this like pile of books and it's right there. It's accessible. And I'm like, okay, whatever. I'll just read for five minutes, 10 minutes, 10 minutes turns into 15, whatever it is. Right. And so you start building this habit of reading because it's right there. It's easy to access. Right. And so the, the benefit of having a dedicated space is you have this, like you have access to those things and it's easy to start recording. Like uh, if you don't have a space, what happens is like, okay, I got to find a good time where the house is quiet. I got to find a good angle where I look decent. I got to do it in daylight so it's not too dark, right? You, you start finding all these things that you have to do. And the people that actually want to do it and don't make excuses, they'll end up doing it regardless, right? So I'm not saying you need a studio, but at the same time, what I am saying is having a studio, having that set up makes it easier for you mentally to get in the zone, right? Like, you know, you're giving yourself a signal, hey, when I'm here, I'm doing this, right? And it's like, that's, I think, the, uh, the, the example that I use is when I was at the last organization that I was at before, where I'm currently at, we had a big debate, big, big debate. My thing was always like, hey, all we need is a camera. We'll get some lights. We don't need like a full studio set. Like we can get the same quality content uh, if we just get like decent cameras. Some of the other guys on the team were like, no, we need to get like a full studio setup, right? Like it has to be like, uh, the, the dedicated, the dedicated space has to be just for, uh, so we're laughing because it's kind of rough. He's like checking his teeth in the camera. It was better when he didn't keep his camera on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So anyway, um, there was some time pass, man. When Chima goes more than one minute long speech. He's anyway, so the discussion went, um, you know, I said, Hey, we don't need this. And the talent was saying, look, one of my friends has this and they have a really high budget production. Not only do they have, you know, probably hundreds of thousand dollars they spent on the actual studio setup, they're also paying the video guy like $100,000 a year salary just to make these videos, right? And so the discussion was, it's like, it's not about uh, that, you know, that video is gonna come out better quality. What it does is it sets a standard for both the person that's recording and the person that is being recorded, that, hey, all this time and effort went into setting this up. You need to bring your A game, right? We don't have time to play around and take one, take two, take four. You got to come prepared, do your piece and show up. And, and the other piece is like, you come prepared. And then the other thing is like, everything's already there set up for you. And so you feel like you're ready to go and you can just go 100% uh, percent right away. You don't have to like, Oh, okay, let me move the lights here, see how this looks and play around with it and waste all this time doing that kind of thing. So I really, I do believe it's more of a mental thing. And I think that good content is good content. You don't need any of this stuff. Uh, but at the same time, I do, uh, I do think the mental, like you got to find out what it is for yourself, right? If you mentally need that push, you mentally need that, then don't delude yourself into thinking that having a studio is going to automatically make you record a bunch of things as well. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's not, but if you're already doing this stuff and you need, and you want to increase the scale, then it's a good, I think it's a good idea. But sorry for going on for uh, so long that Ruffy started checking his teeth. 
It's not, it's not a fun. problem. It was enjoyable. Um, I I started visualizing things as you were talking about it, and you know what I would like to do. Ruffy, what is your opinion on having a studio? Or it's not per se a studio like you know what you see a lot of people have, but like a space. Yeah. Once he's done eating his noodles, he'll let us know. No, I think I agree with Chima that like space is not necessarily like you need it just for the fact that you know it's a dedicated area for for that specific purpose you know and it helps definitely helps like for me this podcast yeah because it's like you know some buzz, sometimes time pass lazy pun i'll just log on my phone or my bed whatever but when i have to record my two three two five i go in my enclosed space let me show let me show you guys the space while i'm at it the truth comes out man no wonder we get so much lazy pun uh, it's kind of blurred, but yeah, that's that's the space. You know, what, I go what camera there. is this, man? Get an iPhone. What the hell is this? <laughs> what is this? Your iPhone five? No, he yeah. needs an iPhone. That's the problem. He doesn't have. There it. you go. That's my space right now. It's it's kind of like dissembled with no like paddings or whatever. But then I put the blankets on. My mic is connected there, and I swear this guy doesn't even use blankets. He just brings musillas from upstairs and put those on the side. <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, it does help having the space, but I would say that, like, in your case, again, for you, you would have to, like, you know, kind of, like, see the cost of it. If it's going to cost you, like, a fortune to rebuild the whole thing, then I don't see it necessarily you making it. But if not, and if it's something that you're going to definitely use long term and do it, then sure, you know, you want to put the money into it. It's worth it. Go ahead. But if it's something like you just like, you know, hey, I'll just do it sometimes when I'm at the shop because you're recording mostly from the home unless you just completely switch your thing and do it at the shop 24-7. So that's what I would say. Chima has his hand raised. Yeah, I was going to say, what was the word from the other day that Ruffy said funny? I don't know. Today he said fortune. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, well, Ruffy, what was the word from the other day? <laughs> fortune. I didn't say fortune. He said fortune, bro. He said fortune. Fortune for what? I mean, I would, why would I even use that word? You guys heard something else. What? You're trying to say fortune? <laughs> we both heard it. <laughs> I was I was gonna comment no, on that, but you brought but, it up. Well, like the statement, like what statement would I make with fortune? Like, what? You can listen to it on the playback next week. <laughs> Anyways, last time I said was concur, uh, <laughs> concur. Yeah, concur. Uh, he pro- he's probably one of those. No, guys no, it wasn't concur. Well, he's, he's probably one. Of, he did say concur one day. Um, he's probably one of those guys who says mustache. Muchi. <laughs> no, 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 no. The, so they had him do like a Khadra, Taskir, whatever you want to call it. Um, when I first joined the organization where we both work at, me and Rafi. Um, that was the only time I ever did a Khadra in the five years I've been in helping him. Really? That's <laughs> the only time. So they had him do one. And then they had him do a, a presentation. And this guy went on and on. Listening to this guy. I'm like, he's messing up so many words. And uh, I'm just like, I'm in disbelief. I'm like, this can't be possible that he's messing up this many words. And then he calls me and, you know, we spoke. And he's like, oh, yeah, I, you know, I used to live in Abu Dhabi. And then, you know, I moved to Canada. So that's and, how I was comfortable messing up those words, because I knew that 90% of that crowd is not going to pick up on that. Yeah. And, then <laughs> and they're not like, going to care, but they he, get the message. And he's like, now I live in Bedlington Hills or wherever he lives. Um, Westland. Westland, Westland. brother. Yeah, Westland. He didn't even say Westland. They're Westland. <laughs> so, Westland. Westland. So, so, but anyway, so my idea, 
what essentially I want to do is, you know, I'll paint the walls. I have to decide a color. I can get the walls painted, you know, tomorrow if I want it. SPB colors, orange and black. No, man, I can't paint the walls black. No, That's horrible. Orange. I can't paint the walls orange. That's a word. That's the color of my logo. My freaking, I my room is gonna look like you know a clown shop or something like that. Then your room is gonna give SPB wipes. That's Maybe. the whole point. Richima, you were saying something. No, I was oh, okay. I thought you said something. I don't know. I'm deciding on a color. I'm thinking like just go white and then you know have the logo orange and black. Paint the logo on. I'm not thinking of painting the logo on. I'm probably gonna get a stick, a big sticker printed, and just put the sticker on. And then what's it called? Um. Then, I was thinking of putting the LED lights up. That'd be kind of fun. And then yeah, Ruffy's not gonna enjoy it. Ruffy kept making fun of the LED lights. He said I'm gonna look like a pan kidukan. Um, and people are gonna be like, "Gurke wala pan de do," and you know, pachas rupee ka recharge de do stuff like that. It looks like Ruffy's actually sitting at a tela eating chole or something like that. Anyway, and then uh, and then the idea is uh, across from me, I'd like to have two chairs and I'm trying to find, you know, this this arm, but they have I, do, the, do they have like a complete arm that sits on the ground or something? Um, yes, yes, they do. I mean, I know I've seen a lot of places where they have the desk. I guess I could get a, some sort of a table or desk, but I mean, yeah, I, think... I was going to say like the desk ones are pretty common. So I I, I'm, I'm assuming you could just put like a, a stick or something to make it longer. <laughs> that, that sounds so professional. Have a stick. Just hire, just hire <laughs> someone to hold your mic for you. Oh yeah. We're talking about, you know, being frugal and equipment and this guy's like hire somebody to hold the mic for you. <laughs> Again, I'm, do, man. I'm pretty sure you'll find some people outside your shop. No, my my shop is not in the worst part of town yet. I don't know if that's what's gonna happen eventually, but not right now. But um, no, <laughs> the lights are gonna attract the right crowd. Yeah, exactly. But uh, <laughs> no, then you know, then the idea is you know, I guess either have like two small tables or something like that, and have the have you know mic. Well, actually, I, I can use my, my what's it called, lapel mics that I have. I just need the right equipment for it. But, you know, basically, the idea is have a small setup, very simple. And then I can put the padding on the back wall as well. We'll just see how that goes. Like, what I would do is, you know, the padding, the square padding? So I would yeah, put the square the padding phone. on the wall and leave a gap in the middle, and that would be where the logo is. Or I guess I could get a logo sticker and put it on the padding, but that wouldn't look as cool. Um, but, you know, just just some ideas I'm throwing out there. I think it would be kind of cool having a small studio, you know, recording studio of sorts. Nothing like, you know, super professional where people can come in and record their rap songs or anything like that. And then, you know, have the lights, like I said. And then across from me, I'd probably put like cabinets. I saw some cabinets at Ikea a few weeks ago and they just look nice. And, you know, to put equipment and stuff like that have those cabinets across from me and then mm -hmm. i have an extra i have an extra ring light and you know camera stand and stuff like that and have all that there i think it would be kind of cool and it would it would encourage me to you know explore other areas of podcasting and stuff like that as well i think i mean i can still record it at my house but that would also give me an option and it could also be used as a meeting room if ever needed 
it's the, the room is doing nothing right now anyway but just have a small small space i think it'd be kind of cool at least yeah no i think uh what's your budget you i don't, budget I don't really have trying? i don't really have a budget it's just you know something that just as i was cleaning the room and throwing out like 50 boxes of garbage today which i do every six months um, because old stuff needs to get you know rid of basically i was just like this room's just sitting around why not do something positive with it you know turn it into a space yeah no i mean you you already use it for uh recording sometimes on the weekends yeah i do i do i use it for meetings and stuff like that anyway so i mean you know it would be a nice space to sort of transition it or translate it into something you know have some positive energy in there mm. That's that's basically the idea. Like we were talking about external uh, extrinsic motivation, intrinsic motivation yesterday. That's the whole thing, you know, bringing that, you know, positivity into the room, changing up the look and stuff like that. And like I said, it can be used for other things as well. But, you know, this is the idea is, you know, change it up a little bit, make it look nicer and, you know, have have something, have a space, because I've been thinking of turning it into like some sort of a, a room or lounge type of place. Not not a hookah lounge, Rafi, I'm sorry, but, you know, sort of like a lounge, you know, where you can sit and chill and you know just get the mind moving because a lot of times you know we don't have those creative spaces and i'm not saying it's necessary but sometimes having a creative space where you can just sit and think is actually nice it, go, it goes a long way like I, yeah. I will say um one of the things that i prioritized like in my last place was having a space that i could just sit down and just write hmm. um, and in this place like I, I have like a place where i can do my computer stuff but I don't have like the same, I mean, we have space. It's not the problem. It's just like, I haven't established a place that like, Hey, I'm going to write here. You know what I mean? So I think uh, my writing has been a little bit off for the last kind of couple uh, weeks or so. But I, I want to say like, I want to point out actually that this dude, Ruffy, like me and you, sometimes we'll eat on the podcast like yeah. a little bit, you know, like we'll snack, we'll munch on something. This dude legit just ate his whole dinner in front of us. Yeah. I don't even know what he was eating. What were you eating? At least let the listeners know what you were eating. It was the uh it was Greek yogurt and uh cheese honeycomb. Honeycomb cheese bread from our house. I see. Thank you for throwing in that sponsored post. We'll yeah. make sure we get paid. For hey, why don't why don't you ask them to sponsor some of your leagues that you're uh, they the the flag football. They asked uh, Finjan, the new cafe that opened up on Ford Road. Mm-hmm. Did they what about get any movement? Yeah, yeah, he agreed. Sponsor. What about that. your Haraz coffee? Yeah, I mean they haven't asked him. I wonder. Haraz has done stuff for. He wants to. Do, I think he did something for Canton one of the days. I'm not sure. Anyway. Oh yeah, we can talk about that. Also. That was yeah. I was about to say that that was your sponsored post for the night. Um, and that will be it for tonight. I uh, appreciate everyone for listening and for allowing us to enjoy Ruffy's Greek yogurt and honeycomb. Uh, thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. Ruffy uses so we talk about um, on this part, we talked about having spaces to do things. Yeah. Ruffy uses this to eat food. <laughs> yeah, this is the podcast is his time when he eats food and works out and does things like that. Um, he 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 has no respect for podcasting. It's like yeah, it's like that one episode. Whatsoever. Um, it's like that one episode of uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm where Larry is going around asking people, "Do you have respect for wood?" And uh, 
you know, everybody's like, yes, I respect Wood. And he's like, no, I remember you clearly put a cup without a coaster on the table and it caused a mark on the table and I'm getting blamed for it. Why didn't you go to her and ex- admit it? And, you know, that was basically his ex-wife coming to reconcile with him. And, you know, they were getting romantic and he's asking her to go apologize to um, Julia Louis-Dreyfus that she messed up her table. And, you know, that marriage didn't get reconciled after that. But anyway, that's uh, that's enough for tonight. That's the Curb Your Enthusiasm clip. And we will see you guys tomorrow. Thank you. Or the day after.